Well, and that's kind of where I want to go now, Mark. And a reminder to everyone to download and rate and subscribe to the 415ers podcast three times a week, as always, on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network. Evan Giddings and Mark Grandy with you. This is where I want to go next, because since they are so similar, I thought we might be able to have kind of some fun and, you know, be forced in a way to kind of pick some sides. I'm sure there's a Uh-oh. lot of fans that are feeling that way, maybe going into this weekend of, gosh, I'm going to remember the all the great times that, you know, Harbaugh and like you mentioned, Willis and Frank Gore and, and Kaepernick gave us and Alex Smith as well. But, you know, now the also the current 49ers have also given you a lot of great memories under Kyle Shanahan's tenure, especially after or beginning with the 2019 season. So if you had to pick a team, there are two teams that have gone to the Super Bowl. One of them is being honored this weekend. The 2012 team for the 49ers or the 2019 team for the 49ers. If you had to choose Mark, which one would you go with? It's like picking between, you know, your children. I don't know how you pick. I don't have any kids, Mark. I don't have to deal with that. (laughs) I mean, me neither, but I imagine that's what it's like. Um, Out of the 2012 team, what they beat the Packers, that first round of the playoffs, the division round, they came back from down a bunch against the Falcons on the road in the NFC Championship game. Similar story in the Super Bowl against the Ravens, but they fell just short. Uh, that was when what, Beyonce Beyonce shut down the Superdome when the lights went out at halftime. She did, uh, <laughs> yeah. Came down to fourth fourth and goal. Um, and then, let's see, the 2019 Niners, it was the the uh, run-heavy win against the Vikings, and then the uh, dominant... An even heavier run win. <laughs> Against the Packers <laughs> yeah. in the NFC Championship game. And then, of course, the loss to the Chiefs. Uh, opposite of, of that 2012 team in the Super Bowl, this 2019 team was ahead and then, uh, you know, lost the lead late. That's tough. I I tend to think that it was something that Kyle Shanahan said, uh, at, you know, this week. I, I believe it was on uh, Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, may, no, maybe it was Wednesday. I'm not sure. He, he spoke earlier this week and he was asked about, I think it was Wednesday. Now that I think about it a second more, um, but he was asked about that 2019 team and kind of what he thinks of and how he remembers that team. And he says, I love remembering that team because I thought that we were the best team in the league all year long. And unfortunately they fell a little bit short and they ultimately finished the second best team in the league. I think Evan, in, in terms of, how you know that that team compared to the rest of the league those two teams compared to the rest of the league i think the 2019 team might have been a more complete and a in a more spectacular team to when you when you consider what they were going up against throughout the rest of the nfl i think they were more dominant than the 2012 team was so i i guess Going off of that, and I mean, they were one, you know, stop away from from winning the Super Bowl that year. Of course, the other team was one completed pass or a four yard runaway from winning. It's like splitting hairs, but I think I might go the 2019 team. I think that team was maybe just a little, a little bit better. Hey, I certainly can't fault that. And and you bring up an interesting point that the 49ers that season were. I think a lot of people would echo Kyle Shanahan's sentiment that they were the best team from week one until the Super Bowl. They just, yeah. of course, were 10 points um, 
maybe a little bit better at one point than Kansas City, and then the Chiefs uh, flipped the script. So, you know, they were very close to being the best team all year long, which I don't think is something you can say about the 2012 49ers team. I mean, the record is slightly better, 13-3 to 11-4-1. But the reason that I would take the 2012 team is, I, I think just because, at least to me, aesthetically, it was a team that I enjoyed watching more. And it could have to do with the fact that I was younger, knew less about the game, um, was a little more involved in the Bay Area sports scene then than I was in 2019. But to me, like I'll never forget Colin Kaepernick going for a buck 81 against yeah, the Packers. That was fun. Uh, I'll never forget them coming from behind against the Atlanta Falcons in an and NFC title game. Do you remember how that game against the Packers started? Colin Kaepernick, his first postseason drive, throws a pick six. And you're thinking, oh, my God, where's Alex Smith? And then he runs for 181 yards. And then he demonstrates why he is one of the more dynamic quarterbacks to maybe be forgotten, you know, throughout the the annals of NFL history because he was extremely dynamic. Like, he was, in, in a lot of ways, you know, what kind of um, some of the dual-threat quarterbacks are, are modeled after. I know he wasn't perfect. It certainly wasn't as accurate as some of the guys are nowadays, but with his ability to burn you on the ground and also beat you through the air with a flamethrower, uh, I, I just love watching Kaepernick play. I love watching that team run the ball with Frank Gore, uh, and I love the the smash mouth defense that they had with Willis and Bowman, but my eyes were always honestly drawn to, to the Smiths. Uh, Alden yeah. and Justin up front were incredible. The way that Justin Smith would essentially take two offensive linemen, one which he which uh, with each arm and just push them backwards and then allow all day Alden just to get into the backfield seemingly at will in, in at the time, maybe his sophomore season um, to me, I know that look, they had a chance to beat the Ravens, a team that you could argue they were better than just like the 2019 49ers may have been better than the, the chiefs. Uh, but to me, I, I would give the slight edge to the 2012 team personally. That's interesting. And I mean, Justin Smith, we've both mentioned him now. I know you're talking about how he would just, you know, demand so much attention and allowed Alden Smith to, to kind of roam and, 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 you know, be that elite sack artist. Um, you know, we talk a lot about Nick Bosa in that way that he just demands so much, so much attention that it allows everyone else on that defense to eat and to get to the quarterback. It's interesting though, because, you know, you talk about kind of the, the smash mouth football, of that 2012 team and you could certainly say that the 2019 team and and even the Niners now are you know they they still play that same brand of football they want to win in the trenches they want to run the ball and they want to stop the run and sack the quarterback but the stars on the defensive line are so different I mean Justin Smith compared to Nick Bosa both elite fantastic players but as you mentioned, Justin Smith will just take on two or three linemen and just push them backward all by himself. Nick Bosa obviously is a physical specimen and he can power rush you, but it's his flexibility and his quickness and, and the way that he can get super low to the ground and get underneath blocks and then get around linemen. They do it different ways, which, you know, kind of comparing and contrasting is fun to do, but yeah, that just watching Justin Smith bulldoze multiple linemen at the same time was was certainly a fun time. Okay, well let's let's play a different game now, Mark. Uh, since okay. since we're we're choosing between the twenty 
12, you know, Harbaugh era 49ers team and 2019 on Shanahan era 49ers team. We've discussed where we fall on the Super Bowl runner-up squads. Mark's taking 2019. I'll take 2012. Now let's go through some players, Mark. Let's go through some players. Oh, because man, Don't make me pick. Again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to force you to pick from your non-existent <laughs> children. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll start at the quarterback position. And I, I kind of tip my hand, I guess, uh, with, with my pick. But Jimmy Garoppolo or... Oh, I feel bad leaving Alex Smith out of this. Uh, because yeah. he was integral part about of, of the team before. Um, but just with with as as we're doing the Super Bowl runner up teams, Colin Kaepernick or Jimmy Garoppolo? Uh, I, I'm going to answer this question, but I just had a thought pop into my head. Uh, we could do a quarterback room. I mean, I guess the the the, the uh, Super Bowl team didn't have Trey Lance yet, but a quarterback room of Colin Kaepernick and Alex Smith or Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo. Where would you go there? Um, but I will I will get back to your original question i like that (laughs) um 2019 jimmy garoppolo or 2012 colin kaepernick i think just for the pure excitement level and kind of the edge of your seat nature of the you know that 2012 colin kaepernick year i think i'll go kaepernick he was so fun to watch he obviously had his shortcomings and unfortunately his career in the nfl was cut short not through any fault of his own. Um, I I think Colin Kaepernick, he was so incredibly fun to watch. And you always had a feeling watching that team, like the NFC Championship game, like the Super Bowl, you get down by three scores. Uh, the way that he was able to explode with his legs, he had a cannon for an arm. You never really felt out of games. Not to say that, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo didn't pull off some important, you know, trailing drives to lead it the Niners back in 2019 he certainly did but it was never that same explosion from the quarterback position so I guess for the excitement level they provided I'll go Colin Kaepernick yeah I'm right there with you I I think that uh and I kind of explained why during my explanation of why I take the 2012 team he was just a quarterback that I'd never seen before I loved watching him play I do think the quarterback room though is interesting um and just by the nature of us not knowing what Trey Lance is going to be, <laughs> I am uh, I'm a glass half empty individual, and so I'm going to go with what I know. Uh, I don't know what Trey Lance is going to be. He could be he, he could be freaking Steve Young for all I know, uh, but right now he is not. And by the nature of that, I will take the 2012 quarterback room. Yeah, I guess it's easier to take that one considering you you know what you're getting with Alex Smith and Colin Kaepernick and. Uh... Well, I I already said I'd I'd take Cap over Jimmy G. So if I if I like the one over the over the one, then it'd be hard for me to you know. I'll I'll take you know the the unknown. You know maybe I get lucky and maybe he becomes great. So I'll take the uh, the Lance Garoppolo quarterback room. Well, we'll look back on this later. Uh, Okay, (laughs) so all right, the next uh, part I want to go to the defensive side of the ball. And I know we talked about Justin Smith and Alden Smith, but to me, the leader of that defense for the 2012 49ers team is, is unequivocally now with the leader of the 2019 team. And maybe he wasn't, you know, a, a veteran, but between Patrick Willis and Nick Bosa, who would you take? Hmm. Interesting. I always, I have to get in my head, you know, back to rewind to 2019, because I think it's, 
it's easy to maybe get get lost in what we know now about these players. Um, and then that that could certainly influence where you want to go. I mean, I know Patrick Willis wasn't. I mean, that that 2012 year was <laughs> in a weird. Sounds funny to say, but it wasn't his best season with the 49ers. Yeah. So, and Nick Bosa, that also wasn't his best season uh, compared to, I mean, geez, what he did a year ago. And what he's doing so far this year, coming so off far, of, you know, two years removed from an ACL tear. Um, I think, oh man, the nostalgia in me is, it's tough to, to shake. I, I, I know I originally picked the 2019 team, but my first two picks here are going to side with the 2012 team. Patrick Willis. Uh, I think there's a lot of 49er fans out there who extremely, extremely happy that Patrick Willis got out of the game when he did unscathed. You know, there's so many stories of of NFL veterans, especially, you know, players like Patrick Willis who were involved in so many hits to the head who have struggled, you know, post football. But Patrick Willis, you know, he cut the cord relatively early. Um, so I think there are Niner fans who, you know, emotional about Patrick Willis's retirement and again, a, a general, generally early leave from the game. So I think there's a lot of, you know, emotions there and and respect for Patrick Willis. And of course, one of the best linebackers of the era. Um, I'll, I'll go Patrick Willis once again. He was so fun to watch in an era where, where big hits were uh, allowed a little bit more. He delivered a lot of them. Uh, I'll go Patrick Willis, the leader of the 2012 defense. Yeah, I, I do think. Look, and I'll I'll pick Nick Bosa for okay. argument's sake, but also because, and you kind of got my brain working earlier when you mentioned how you know Justin Smith and and Nick Bosa, you know, against the pass and the run, very um, different styles. Yeah. Uh, but to me, Bosa in a weird way is is kind of Justin Smith and Alden Smith sort of wrapped into one he like he can, he can play the run he can he can play the pass obviously he can get to the quarterback uh but when he's on the field they are such a different football team and not to say if you take Patrick Willis off the 2012 team that they're not at their best but to me Nick Bosa is is such a game changer and he also doesn't really have as much help as as Patrick Willis or Justin Smith or Alden Smith did they were such a complimentary and and ultimately an understandably dominant defense in 2012. But the 2019 version of Bosa is to me, what skyrocketed them to being the best defense to being as Kyle Shanahan mentioned the best team from week one up until the Super Bowl in the fourth quarter, they were the best team in the NFL. And I think with the identity that they had on defense, Nick Bosa is their leader. I think on a different day in 2012, Patrick Willis absolutely could be the number one player. But there were some days when Navarro Bowman was incredible. There were some days when Alden Smith took the took the torch. And so Nick Bosa to me, um, that that's why I would would pick him there. Uh, last last comparison. I know we went quarterback, we went defense. I do. I, I think there's two similar players though on the offensive side of the ball that I'd be curious to know who you would take between the 2012 49ers team and the 20, 2019 49ers team, and that's at the tight end position. Hmm. And that would be Vernon Davis or George Kittle, Mark. Who would you take? Uh, not a slight at all against Vernon Davis. Uh, one of my favorite players growing up, you know, in 2012, let's see, I was, what, 16 years old. Uh, Vernon was one of my favorite players on that 49er team. But George Kittle, I, this is uh, 
maybe the easiest of the three for me. Uh, how good really? he is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how good he is as a blocker, um, you know, and, and he's a fantastic pass catcher as well. And, you know, you, you think back to that 2019 Super Bowl, once the Chiefs took the lead and the final, you know, seconds were ticking off the clock, it was all but over. George Kittle on the sideline mic'd up saying, I will get back here. I will be back here. I don't know. That, that sort of thing just perfectly encapsulates who George Kittle is. Just an, an unstoppable force of of will is, is what George Kittle is. And he shows that on the football field and off with the way he goes about his business. Uh, George Kittle over Vernon Davis for me pains me to say, uh, but I'll, I'll go Kittle. And I will take Vernon Davis because... I know that the tight ends that came before Vernon, and it took him a while to sort of find his place in the NFL as a former first round pick. But, you know, I'm thinking about the Tony Gonzalez's, the Antonio Gates, eventually the Rob Gronkowski's. Those are mm-hmm. kind of the, the peak tight ends in the NFL, but none of them ran a 4 3. Like, yeah. Vernon Davis was so different, maybe not from tight ends nowadays because, you know, Kyle Pitts is amazing. I'm just trying to think of athletic freaks at the tight end position nowadays. There were not many of those when Vernon Davis was playing on the 49ers and specifically when he kind of got unlocked uh, in that 11, 12, and 13 range. I mean, I can only think about him as being like the number one option in that 2012, pardon me, 2011 playoff run that fell a little bit short in the conference title game to the Giants, but he had 300 yards in two games and four touchdowns. Like he was incredible. And just the moment of him, you know, coming off the sideline against the Saints after catching what would be the oh. game with touchdown and crying into Jim Harbaugh's arms, uh, that sort of stuff sticks with me. So as much as I understand that George Kittle is a more complete tight end than Vernon Davis, to me, Vernon was in similar ways to Kaepernick kind of ahead of his time at that position. And I think if he did play nowadays, Vernon Davis with that speed and that size would be a problem. That's why I would take Vernon Davis. Yep. Catch part three, you know, against the saints in the end zone from Alex Smith, but maybe the, the, the best Niners football moment uh, in, you know, the last 20 years or so Uh, I'm not going to argue with you. Good pick. I like it.